and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Adam Chalk, and I am here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings-on in professional wrestling, from shows like WWE, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling, as well as pay-per-views, premium live events, and some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds. So why not go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Yes, hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite review. I hope you're all well. I hope you're having a good week, whatever you're up to. And I hope you enjoyed AEW Dynamite. Uh, it was a difficult show to um, put together I would imagine with what happened in the main event and the the brilliant tributes we will get to that of course Um, but I thought this AEW was great Uh, but let's get into it shall we because it was the sex gods Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Action Andretti and Ricky Starks, uh, Andretti and Guevara start the match off and have a decent little evasion sequence. Uh, Sammy baited him in with a handshake and then kicked him in the head. Andretti, though, showed what he could do briefly, but you can't out-show off Sammy. Uh, he fakes a dive to the outside, uh, slides out and throws a chop instead. Andretti, though, went straight into the ring and performed a suicide dive. But he connects with Daniel Garcia instead. He then gets nailed by a dive from Sammy Guevara. Uh, Action then thinks he is Will Ospreay as he uh, lands on his feet from a hurricane runner from the top and goes straight into a Spanish fly and gets a two count. Uh, Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho then come into the match and Starks lays into him. He catapults Jericho into the turnbuckle face first. But when he was doing the top rope strut that he does, Sammy Guevara dives in, uh, springboards in, hits a cutter. They get two out of that. Uh, Jericho and Guevara then work over Ricky Starks, keeping him in their own corner. Uh, Sammy went for something off the top rope, but Ricky got his feet up. Andretti gets a hot tag. He runs wild. Uh, backbreaker, neckbreaker combos for both. And two suicide dives as well. Uh, the referee at this point is dealing with Jericho. So Ricky Stark slides in and hits a tornado DDT on Guevara. Andretti hits a springboard crossbody. That gets two count. We then have a meeting of the minds as both men go down. Jericho and Starks both back into the match. A big spear by Starks, but as he's pinning him, Sammy tries to break it up. But instead of uh, breaking it up, he connects with Jericho. He gets thrown to the outside. Uh, Starks powers up Jericho for a Liger bomb. That gets two count. Andretti comes back in, goes for a spit-legged moonsault. But Jericho gets his knees up. Uh, Sammy gets tagged in. He delivers a high knee. Sets up for a 
GTH. But Andretti gets in with an Inzaguri. Uh, Jericho gets involved again, but Starks takes him out and delivers a Rochambeau on the floor. Back in the ring, Andretti catches Sammy going for a cutter. Uh, behind the referee's back, Daniel Garcia jumps on the apron and just smashes Andretti with a baseball bat. Uh, Sammy hits the GTH and they win the match. A really good, fun match, I thought. Uh, the Sex Squads never disappoint as a tag team. I wish they were more appreciated. Uh, Starks was in great form as well. Action Andretti, though, he is good. But I think he's a little bit too much of a spot monkey for my liking. Um, and I don't know if he's going to get over like that long term. He's okay for now. And if he can bring some psychology to his work, then there could be a real start in there. Right now, he's just doing cool shit. Basically, that's what he's doing. Um, good opener, though. And he is exciting. We then get an extremely emotional video in memory of Jay Briscoe, which is so well put together. I'm not sure who put that together i guess AEW did so credit to them yeah uh more on the jay briscoe tributes in the main event but then it was time for buddy matthews versus darby allen for the tnt championship the match started with matthews nailing a high knee and in throwing Darby around ringside. Uh, he catches Darby off a suicide dive and then just bounced him headfirst off the barricade. He goes to run and powerbomb him into the barricade, but Darby hurricane runners him instead. As they're getting back in the ring, though, uh, Buddy pulls out the apron from underneath the feet of Darby Allen, which makes him fall and injure his knee again. Uh, Buddy then delivers a Meteora off the top rope on the apron. Darby again fights back and hits a float over Stunner, knocking Buddy to the outside. He then hits a coffin drop to the outside to a standing Buddy Matthews. The lights then go out. And when they come back on, Malachi Black and Brody King were stood on the ramp face to face with Sting. Ortiz runs out, uh, cracks Brody King in the back with a kendo stick, but Malachi Black is all over him. Uh, Sting takes out Brody as well with a baseball bat. In the ring, Buddy hits a huge power bomb, which gets a two count. Uh, they can then go to a break at this point. When we come back, Buddy delivers a poison runner and then smash. Uh, sorry, Darby delivers a poison runner and smashes Buddy into the barricade. Uh, Crucifix Bomb gets a two count. Matthews then hits a big buckle bomb and a curb stomp, which also gets a two count. Out of nowhere, though, Darby hits a code red. That gets two. Then fight on the top turnbuckle, and again Darby reversed a superplex into a scorpion death drop, which gets two. 
Uh, Matthews gets hung up on the ropes, sort of draping over the middle rope. Darby then hits his coffin drop, smashing Buddy Matthews' head into the mat and wins the match. The action was great once again in this. Uh, Darby Allen's selling of the leg was just incredible. Really made you feel for him. Uh, I don't think there's anyone better at the moment or in better form in AEW anyway than Darby Allen right now. I think he's he's forgotten about quite a bit as sort of top level, but he is certainly there. After the match, Tony Giovanni gets in the ring. He puts over the great run that uh, Darby Allen has been having. And then Samoa Joe shows up on screen. Uh, basically says he's coming to take everything from him. And he cuts a fantastic promo. He kind of is the king of television at the moment, Samoa Joe. He's, I don't know what he's done or how he's done it. But he's certainly won me back over. I was all, I've always been a Samoa Joe fan, but um, some of his stuff was questionable, I would say, last year. But all of a sudden, he's right back to his best. Uh, we then get an Adam Cole video talking about his recovery. Kind of looks like his return match will be at Revolution. Not sure yet who that's going to be against. I guess we'll see in the coming weeks. Ethan Page and the other knobheads cut a promo on the way to the ring for the next match, which was Ethan Page and Matt Hardy versus Jungle Hook. Uh, Page and Perry start the match, but Perry gets the better of him. We get a standoff between the two teams. Page sort of pushes Hook and then runs away. He manages to catch him, though, and gets him up for an ego's edge. Uh, Jungle Boy though dives out saves Hook from that back in the ring Hardy and Page double team Jungle Boy as we go to a break when we come back uh, they're still in control but Hook gets a hot tag and smashes Page with a clothesline and suplexes Hardy saves Page from a red rum and then lands a side effect on Jungle Boy he sets up for a twist of fate but Page demands a tag. Uh, he tags himself in, but he soon gets snatched up into the snare trap, and he just taps out. As much as I like Jungle Hook as a team, um, both separately, I wasn't a fan of this at all. I hate the fact that Ethan Page has gone from a serious upper mid-card guy looking ready to break into that main event spot to uh, an unfunny comedy wrestler is what he, th he felt like in this. It did nothing for me at all, any of it. Uh, I'm over Matt Hardy in the ring. I was a big fan of his, of course, like a lot of us were in the late 90s, early 2000s, but... Maybe time to just move away from the ring. But who am I to tell people to do that? Ridiculous, really. I've got nothing else to say on it. 
Uh, we then get the family therapy segment between the acclaimed and the gun club. Uh, Billy calls his son spoilt brats. Uh, the guns basically say that Billy was never there for them and never cared about them and couldn't raise them. Uh, Bowen's called them the biggest piece of shit they've ever met. They all argue and Colton calls Billy a failure as a father and say that they want the belts, basically. Uh, short and sweet and to the point, I guess. I think on a different show where we didn't have what was to come, this may have been in the ring and a little bit more... What's the word? Sports entertainer is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, expect a little bit more from this, but I understand with obviously all the Jay Briscoe stuff that this had to be sort of underdone, I would say. Hangman Adam Page is then backstage with Rene Paquette again. He says he wants to knock John Moxley out in Ohio next week. Uh, Wheeler Utah walks in and says John accepts, but why don't we fight on Friday? That gets set up. <sighs> really annoyed me a little bit because how did Moxley accept through Wheeler Utah within seconds when he isn't there? Uh, were they on the phone? I don't know. At least we're getting two pretty cool matches out of it, though. I'm just being a little bit pedantic. The next match was Brian Danielson versus Brian Cage. Um, Cage overpowers Danielson early on, but Danielson tries to wrestle him. But when that doesn't work, he throws a leg kick just to make Cage think a little bit. Both guys throw big strikes. Danielson throws the BCC elbows and then transitions into a label lock. Uh, Cage though powers up, gets to the ropes, a sliding drop kick and a suicide dive and a top rope cross body floors Brian Cage on the outside. Back in the ring, Cage fights back and gorilla presses Danielson and throws him into the top turnbuckle, sort of upside down as well. Uh, dropping him on the apron as well as we go to a break. When we come back, Cage is just trying to break the arm of Danielson at the request of MJF, of course. Uh, Cage was in full control. He even caught Danielson when he attempted his backflip thing off a turnbuckle and delivered a shoulder breaker, as well as impressive suplexes from the apron. Uh, they fight on the Turnbuckle as Cage looked to powerbomb uh, Danielson, but Danielson delivered a superplex. Uh, yes, kicks by Danielson gets a two count. He goes to stomp Cage's face in, but his arm's too weak. So after a few transitions, he just German suplexes him. Uh, Cage pops up though, who uh, then looks for the kill, but Danielson manages to roll him up and pick up the win. After the match, though, uh, Cage attacks Brian Danielson, 
This brings MJF out, who grabs a chair and directs Cage to wrap it around Danielson's arm and smash it into the ring post. Uh, they both then attack his arm, and MJF sets him up with his arm through the uh, through the steel chair. He's about to jump on it from the second rope, but Kanosuke Takeshita runs out. He makes a save. He fights off Brian Cage, and MJF runs away. This did feel a little slow, but I thought the match ran perfectly alongside the story that they've been trying to tell here, with uh, Cage trying to break the arm of Brian Danielson. I really like this. Some people, uh, I get, like Spotfest, but when there's a story through it, it's nine times out of ten more enjoyable for me. Both guys are in great form as well at the moment. And with Brian Cage's contract due to end, I think it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. If I was Tony Khan, he's someone that I'll be trying to keep, I think. Uh, And I can understand why WWE may be interested. And I'm sure other companies around the world will all be interested in Brian Cage. Uh, when we come back from a break, Renee Paquette tries to catch up with Brian Danielson, who's in the doctor's room. Uh, he then cuts this fantastic promo. He says he's going to show everyone that behind the mask is just a fraud as he directs his hate to MJF. And the man that should be the champion right now is Brian Danielson. He tells the doctor that he'll never stop Danielson wrestling again and walks off. Brilliant stuff. Uh, I love this version of Brian Danielson. I think um, it's the first time he's kind of acknowledged that he's actually wants the championship as well since joining, so that's good as well. Tony Storm versus Ruby Soho was next. This quickly breaks down to a strike fest. Uh, Tony smashes Ruby with a high boot. Hard strikes by Ruby, though. Uh but she gets slowed down by a thumb to the eyes and gets nailed by a hip attack off the apron. Storm, though, throws Ruby Ruby into the barricades as we go to a break. When we come back, Ruby is making a comeback. Uh, Saido suplexes and a back heel trip. Uh, She hits the no future, but Storm kicks out of that. Uh, Storm then feigns an injury, uh, to the face and then as Ruby's checking in on her she gets hung up on the to- on the uh, middle rope hip attack in the corner by Tony Storm but she only gets a two count I don't know how because it looked like it broke Ruby Soho's neck uh, Britt Baker's music then hits and she comes to the top of the ramp does the old DMD thing off that distraction Ruby So hits the destination unknown and won the match pretty decent stuff this I thought Tony Storm's stuff always looks so brutal and violent I still don't know if turning a heel is the right idea personally but I do really like the story that seems to be playing out with the AW homegrown 
talent and the ex-WWE well not just WWE other other companies as well and their talent I've heard a lot of people talking about how they feel this is going to lead to a blood and guts match uh, yeah I'm happy with that if that is the way they go MGF then is backstage and he cuts a promo first of all directed at Konosuke Takeshita uh, he basically tells him to stay out of his business or else. He then turns his attention to Danielson and says that the AEW World Championship proves that he's better than him and he knows it. He goes on to announce that next week it will be Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher, of course, was in NXT. He's also now working for Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, all of his stuff looks legit. I'm into this match a lot. I think it's going to be great. We then get the main event between Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe. This is obviously hard to review properly, but I'll run through the highlights as best as I can. First of all, the pop that Mark Briscoe got was incredible. So good to hear Reach for the Sky Boy on AEW. Uh, just a really great moment. For me, it's just a shame that obviously Jay isn't here to be a part of it. Uh, Jay Lethal was in tears at the start of this as well, so showing how much it meant to him. After a bit of wrestling, this broke down into a chop fest. A nice low kick by Briscoe. Lethal hits a lethal combination. Uh, when we come back from a break, Mark hits a top rope chop to the head where the fans just go nuts. He does the iconoclasm as well, gets a two count. Lethal blocks a J-driller and hits a lethal combination again. He then hit lethal injection, but Briscoe rolled to the outside. Uh, lethal laid him on the timekeeper's table and heads to the top rope, but Mark jumps up, knocks him off a top rope, delivers a Diving drop kick through the ropes and a beautiful blockbuster off the apron onto the floor. He then lays Lethal on that table himself and heads to the top and delivers a froggy bow uh, through the table. He rolls him back in the ring and gets a two count. Uh, Lethal again blocks the J-Driller and goes for Lethal Injection again. But Briscoe just takes his head off with two massive lariats. Uh, he then gets him up and nails him with the J-Driller and picks up the win. Uh, uh, how Mark Briscoe was able to do this, I will never know. Not only get in the ring and wrestle, but also put on an incredible match. And a perfect tribute to his brother, I thought. Credit to uh, Jay Lethal as well. Because this was obviously really hard for him. Uh, showing a lot of emotion. Uh, he did a great job though. I thought commentary did a great job as well. Ian Riccoboni and um, Caprice Coleman joined Excalibur. It meant a lot for uh, Paul Turner as well who refereed the match. Bobby Cruz did the uh, introductions as well. 
But for Mark Briscoe, man, his bravery to do this has to be celebrated. I hope this isn't a one and done in AEW as well for him. Um, I'm so impressed. I don't know how he did it. I wouldn't have been able to. At the end of the show as well, the, the roster came out onto the ramp, especially those that have connections with uh, Ring of Honor and Jay Briscoe. They all paid their respects, of course, to Mark, but also to Jay Briscoe. Uh, it was a really great moment, I thought. Uh, I applaud AW for putting this show together. Um, really difficult situation, obviously. But they pulled it off brilliantly. I thought this was a great and fitting pro wrestling show and a tribute. As I said to Jay Briscoe, uh, if you've listened to these podcasts regularly, you would have already heard my tribute to Jay Briscoe last week. Um, I think his loss is going to be hard for a lot of people. But, you know, at times like these, sometimes if you can get some good come from it then it's always good to sort of focus on that and having Mark able to do this uh, on TV is obviously some good the amount of money that they've raised uh, for the family the Pew family please go and do that if you haven't already if you can um. Yeah, I thought a really good show, and that is your AW Dynamite review. And as always, you can tell us what you thought of the show through our Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter as well. I am at Adam Chalk Eight on there. I'll be back tomorrow with the uh, Impact Wrestling review. So until then, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe, and I will see you next time.